again, thank you so much for listening to episode 39 of the Arizona Movie Club. My name's Tyler, and I'll be your host, as I am, every single week. And joining me is my newly minted co-host, Romeo. What's going on, Romeo? Phew! What's going on, man? We've got a fun episode right now. Uh, we're about to be talking some upgrade. Did that come out at Misha? Was that 2017 or 2018? 2018. 2018. A 2018 horror sci-fi action revenge thriller that is fucking amazing. But first, we've got some uh, some housekeeping to do. Next week, you can tune in to listening to us talk about Tenet. And we're, we're deciding the new movie on the spot right here. The Binge. We're not watching The Binge. I'm making an executive decision. It's Memento, or we can do Talladega Nights. You pick. Talladega Nights. I'll give you Talladega Nights. I have it on Blu-ray. It's, I'm sure it's available. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Tenet, Christopher Nolan's newest movie. And we will, again, give the same advisory. Please do not go out to a real movie theater. Uh, we have the luxury of going to drive-ins here in Arizona, or at least like where we live adjacent enough to it. Um, and so that's why we're doing it, for science. But we're not advising uh, or telling anyone to please go to real movie theaters. It is not, uh, listen to scientists. It's not safe. Don't go do it. Just listen to us talk about Tenet. We'll tell you if it sucks. Uh, like, some of the reviews aren't super great, um, but we're interested. It's Christopher Nolan. It looks amazing. Uh, Denzel Washington's son, David Washington. I was about to space on his name. I thought this was going to be his debut, but you were telling me that he's in something else? Black Klansman. He's fucking okay, phenomenal. Okay, yeah, I, did, I did get the chance. Yeah. And then Robert Pattinson. Um, and I talked about, I mean, me and Andy talked about how great he is in Good Time, uh, how much I love him as an actor. And then we talked about the trailer last week for The Batman. And, like, everything he's done has been fucking phenomenal. So it'll be fun. Ten, it'll be fun. And apparently we're doing Talladega Nights, which yeah. <laughs> of the Will Ferrell... Uh, canon, probably my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Not gonna lie. It's Talladega or Step Brothers. I like Step Brothers. I don't have the adoration for it that you do. Step Brothers is like number one comedy of all time. We've already talked about Like, I would take Superbad over t- over Step Brothers. That's why I bought you Goldschlager for your birthday, bud. I didn't even drink the gold. I didn't uh, want Goldschlager yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're talking about next week. But this week, we're talking about, and today, we're going to be talking about Upgrade, of course. Uh, but before that, if you have any recommendations, be on next week because, of course, there's not really much coming to theaters. It's to my knowledge, and I've looked up the movie calendar. It's just Tenet. But of course, we'll update you if anything beyond that. And hold on, it looks like Romeo has uh, something that he may know. Black Widow is going to release. That's November or December. Is it? I believe. Okay. I remember seeing the commercials come up. I know we're getting. We're finally starting to get, slowly but surely, more movie commercials coming out again. I know we're getting some stuff in October, I believe, and like that could potentially be pushed back, but there's nothing really on September's slate, so I'm interested to see. I wonder if that's on purpose to like see what, what Tenet does and what New Mutants did. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we just reviewed New Mutants, if you're listening to this, um, but we're doing the recording order backwards because we want to be in a good mood when we talk about Upgrade. So, again, if you have any suggestions, because that was kind of a long-winded rant, sorry about that, go ahead and email us at azmovieclub at gmail.com or comment, DM, because we get DMs by people that are trying to marketing scam us all the time on our Instagram. Give <laughs> uh, me $100,000 and I'll make you famous. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> or add us on Twitter. Uh, we're yeah. AZ Movie Club at any, on any of those platforms, and we're azmovieclub at gmail.com for our email. But first... Our recurring segment now, the AZBS Club. 
uh, for lack of a better name. I just like to call it like our unofficial Reddit thread, but Romeo likes AZBS Club. It's where we talk about what we've been watching, playing, uh, as far as video games go, just sports. This is kind of like the general floor because we need some extra content because me and Romeo kind of blow through movie reviews a lot faster than me and Andy did. Hey, man. You know? And we should have just talked about Lovecraft Country in the New Mutants episode. So if you haven't listened to that, if you don't know about Lovecraft Country, please, by all means, go listen to that. That show is awesome. I think I'm higher on it than Romeo without having recorded that episode yet, but I think he still likes it. We're a pro Lovecraft Country podcast here. Yes, we definitely are. And now, do you want to go, would would you like to talk about the Lakers first? No, I'll let you have your memorial for your season, Uh, and then we can talk about it was six. Getting a championship. It was six beautiful games. <laughs> Christoph Porzingis tore his meniscus in game one and averaged like 30 points. It's not games. even a real thing. Uh, uh, thank you to every single Dallas Maverick. It, like, it was one hell of a season. Uh, Luka Doncic is the greatest 21-year-old of all time. I'll, I'll trade. Like, obviously, I won a title, but I haven't experienced that much sports joy like, Romeo was there live when Luka Doncic hit that game four winner, and I went fucking berserk. Like You didn't sit down for, like, 30 minutes. I, like, my moment, like, my heart was beating. I was ready to throw up if we lost and just, like, be dejected in pain. And I was okay with the loss to the series. Um, it just sucked that there was no KP because I feel like that series is different. I'm not an e- expert at basketball an- analysis analyst uh, by any means. No, you're not. Yeah. Fuck you, Romeo. Um, I'm turning on ESPN to be here, so be happy. Romeo knows I love the Mavericks. Uh, I love Luka Doncic probably more at this point than the franchise itself. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Seth Curry. Thank you, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., even though you ate ass in the last game. I'm just really an ode to this team. It's, this is a burial. But really, like, we're going to win some titles with Luka. It's nothing to be sad about. And like I said, I don't get sports joy that much. I'm a big, like, all-Dallas team. The Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl since I, I was two years old when they won their last one. So, like, that doesn't count. I'm not a ring lord like someone over here who just counts like, oh, I definitely remember the 2000 title even though I was four. I did, dude. I was living in Paris at the time. You don't remember the 2000. We're not going to get into this argument. But, like, I haven't a lot, had a lot of sports joy. The Mavericks have brought me a lot of it with Dirk Nowitzki. We were trashed between those years, and now we've got probably the face of the NBA going forward. It's him and Giannis. Um... I'm really happy. Like, I just wanted to talk about the Mavericks a little bit, gush a little bit, and just talk about that was the craziest game winner I've seen in a long time. Well, like, can you think what was before that? What was the craziest game winner? Uh, Craziest game winner? Since that, before that. Because, like, that's obviously the craziest in a while for you, I imagine, as well. Like, just just seeing it and witnessing it. Well, I mean, it's been the craziest for a while because the NBA wasn't on for five months. I mean, just like, you can go back to the season before that, like, with that much stakes because. I mean, it's the playoffs, dude. Like, I would argue it had more stakes than than Dame's game winner against. Uh, I mean, Kawhi's Casey. last year, the one that bounced. That that's probably the craziest. Yeah. Sense. yeah. <laughs> but like, I think it had more stakes than Dame's because Dame. People forget. Like, I love Dame. Don't get me wrong, but they're up three one. We talking about that little boy that hurt his fingy? They're up three one against OKC. Whenever he and don't get me wrong, is badass and baller to just shoot that game winner over Paul George. Like, you don't give a fuck. But you talk about that guy that's at home right now? Shut Not up. Not even in the bubble anymore? Okay. Yeah, that, yeah he's good. That game winner was insane. But also, potential. there's like less stakes. Dallas, you're down 1-3. The series is essentially over. And instead, Luka just... And you're down 2 also. There was the possibility you can take it over, double overtime. And Luka was just like, no, 
fuck this, I'm about to shoot a game winner over Reggie Jackson. Are you done? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the end memoriam for this season. Um, it's like, at, you, I mean, you've seen the, all the Avengers and the Marvel movies at the very end when it just goes, you know, Captain America, or not Captain, bad example, because he's dead now, spoilers for Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, or no, he's not, well, I guess he's technically dead. He's old now. He's old as shit now. He's gotta be dead by now, right? <laughs> but it, when it just goes, um, when it, when it just goes, Captain Marvel will be back in the Avengers, or will be back to finish the fight. I feel like there's an asterisk at the end of the season where if you're Donovan Mitchell and you just lost, like, who who are the Jazz? There's no guarantee of a title. You don't know if they're going to be back. Whereas with the Mavericks, it was like Luka Doncic will be back, and we're going to win some titles. I'm not I'm not sad. I was definitely sad after Game Six though, because I just didn't want to end. Not winning this title. You don't know if you're winning it either. And now I know for a fact the Lakers are getting this dub. At least let me segue into Romeo's jackass corner. So go ahead. You've got the floor. All right, guys. So now we're going to talk about some winners here. Shout out to the Lakers taking it again. Round one. Dub in the bub. Um, yeah, I mean, they just played great. Don't act like you coined that term. Give credit to JaVale McGee. He coined the term. Dub in the bub. Shout out to JaVale. I don't you need, played good. I don't need JaVale's copyright lawyers coming for my small town, hey. simple podcast. Hey, giving him praise, giving him praise. And Mama Day, they just played so great. They've, what, 100? Romeo was insufferable <laughs> in the group chat we oh, have man. going on. Man, uh, between yeah. him and one of his other friends. I was just excited, dude. It seemed like the ghost of Kobe was just guiding everyone's shots. In. But Except for J.R. Smith, because that's how trash he is. The ghost of Kobe spirit cannot even help J.R. Smith. But he made what? he made two shots. So Why does your excitement always have to be shitting on everyone else's parade, though? Because there is no better feeling than shitting on a parade. Have you ever shot on a parade? I uh, can't say I have. It's invigorating. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to say? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, do wait. Quick question. Do you have a preference who you'd rather play in round two? Uh, as we're recording this, the Rockets-Thunder series is not over. It's going game seven. So I want a prediction in who you think will like, legitimately, genuinely, without you being a troll, take you to more games. Because I truly, in the back of my mind, believe the Lakers will win that series for sure. Yeah. Um, but I would love for either of those teams to beat you. But I'm kind of rooting for – I hate – I'm going to Oklahoma, dude. I'm sorry. I don't want a whole city to hate me, but, like – Oklahoma City, I'm from Texas, so, like, you know, you get it. You suck. Um, but I'm kind of rooting for your basketball team. Actually, now. fun fact, this is why Oklahoma City, Oklahoma the State, is so windy, is because uh, they say that uh, Texas sucks and Kansas blows. <laughs> now Oklahoma hates me and Texas hates Romeo. It's cool. We're in Texas, dude. Enemies of the pod here. But, uh, That's fine. Um, I, I, I think OKC take us to seven. I think OKC will take it to seven. You think OKC will? Yeah. Yeah, they got, they got the muscle. By sheer Chris Paul will? Not Chris Paul, but Steven Adams. Nerlens is... Uh, wow. I feel like this is where your basketball not not knowledge... Does. Well, no, obviously Chris Paul, but like... No, but I mean, like, AD will wax Steven Adams. Like, I mean, he's got size to just be there and be a body. AD's going to wax anyone. Also fair. You know, like he's unstoppable when he's in it. But I think the reason they would win is because the Lakers don't have a lot of great depth at guard. And, um, like, I mean, I guess LeBron could guard Chris Paul, but he probably won't. Bro, AZ got the, AZ got the clamps, dude. Get out of here with your you ice cream, so bullshit. Bro, the internet loves him. He's a hooper, and you cannot take that away from him. Thank you for, like, you know I can't edit out you being like, 
in the fucking audience. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little too excited. Um, a little behind the curtains yeah. uh, info for you there, folks. There's a lot of things I try to prevent, and trust me, I do. But uh, when Romeo gets excited and sits over here tapping on the goddamn He's death. a hooper, dude. He's a hooper. Can't take that from him. Clippers um, in six. <laughs> Lakers in four, baby. Uh, I think that we, yeah, we're going to go on. I could go on, so. Yeah, that's, yeah. I feel like that's a fun wrap for yeah. uh, for basketball talk. Uh, the memoriam for Mavericks and Romeo gloating about the Lakers moving on. Um, and we'll, we'll have a fun episode if and when the Lakers lose. Um, like Romeo, we'll probably not want to talk about it. About? But we're gonna have a you mean oxygen? We're gonna have a six minute segment of just Tyler talking shit to Romeo. Maybe we'll just release that as its own podcast, just like Tyler Rose Romeo for the Lakers losing. You could try, but it's gonna be hard to roast the reigning champions. Twenty twenty. Maybe. Bro. This ain't a dream. This is real life. Clippers and six. Alright, uh you had have you been playing anything else anything else we want to talk about? Because we did we already know that we talked about Lovecraft Country in the next episode. We played a lot of Fortnite. We haven't watched a lot of things. Uh, yeah, I I got into Fortnite more than you normally have, even though you yeah. play. If we if we've got any fans that would like to uh, play, uh, send us that email because we're not going to have to give our uh, gamer tags over the air. I will. No, don't. Please. Why? I don't know. Would people dox us or something? I don't know. We already okay. We haven't given out any actual personal information over the show. Romy taught. <laughs> We've given our names and our location. I'm pretty sure where you go find us. Do you know how many Tylers and Romeos there are in Tempe? I haven't met one Romeo in Tempe. Okay, but you do realize there's like hundreds of thousands, if not millions. This is getting cut, by the way, right? No, I like. I'll keep it. Okay. Or we can cut it either way. We just talking about doxing. I'm sitting here. I said we could rotation. get doxed. Okay. It's can't. It, if they care that much, they can go back to old episodes and find out. I, at least I, and Andy live in Tempe. No, yeah, I'm a, I'm nomadic. I just go in, he doesn't live in Tempe. Tempe. I'll give a room that. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and he clearly lives in driving distance. Uh, AJ. Nobody's driving from AJ to Tempe. Good though. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything bad about Apache Junction because we've had Apache Junction listeners. Like, because people in AJ don't have cars. <laughs> Romeo decided he wanted to make a bunch of enemies on this podcast. Uh, shout out to Fortnite. Yeah, people send us your uh, if, email us or, you know, like I said, you can comment and just be like, hey, I heard you want to play Fortnite because there will be a post on all of our social media about this. Um, any other, like, I really haven't watched any other shows or movies. What, what oh, I have. Uh, I guess I watched The Binge. I liked it. Yeah, since we're not doing that, since we're doing Power yeah. Mike, I just want to give a quick. I mean, you've seen it before. It's a fucking teen movie. It's um, The Purge, but worse, right? It's worse than The Purge, but it's also better than The Purge, I'd say. Um, uh, I haven't watched all The Purge 1. Can't comment on that or 2. I liked Election Year. I liked that one. I yeah. thought it was solid. Yeah. Had some John McClane, like, basically African-American John McClane going on at the end. That was badass. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Um, so this one is, yeah, it's, it's the same premise by uh, the, of The Purge, but it's just a high school movie where... Their prom is on the night of the binge, and and they can do all drugs are legal, all alcohol is legal, yeah, like yeah. everything, right? Yeah, it's not like you can't kill no one. Those laws still stay in effect, but the uh, laws on um, like mind altering substances is just all out. And I guess the rest of the year though, you like they don't even sell like beer, 
Like, they don't sell anything. Okay, so this future utopia sucks. Yeah, but, like, it, should, it looked cool. Can't even record a podcast while drinking a couple cold ones like we are right now. We are not. Oh, my God. Don't put that in the air. We are not drinking Bush Light. I'm not saying we're, like, that much better, but Coors Light is slightly better. This episode right. brought to you by Coors Light. Coors Light, if you want to sponsor us, we actually drink you a lot. Also, please don't sue me if <laughs> if you're yeah coming <laughs> for us. Um, They're like, you... We have a big demographic in Oklahoma and Texas, and you just yeah. took a giant dump. Yeah. Like, oh, and an Apache Junction. That was you, not me. You've upset two areas. I was going to say metropolitan areas, but to be Apache fair, I, I don't get yeah. <laughs> Now you have. All right. Um, oh, wait, wait, hold on. I don't think saying that it's not necessarily metropolitan means that I'm saying bad things about Apache Junction. Apache Junction is right next to the Ren Fair. I've never been to the Ren Fair. The Ren Fair is awesome. That might be the whitest thing you've ever seen. I go every year, and I take my kids, and they love it. Of course. Kids love it. I love it, too. Have you been to the Ren Fair, Misha? Are we talking about the Renaissance? Yes. It's a great fucking place. Thank you! <laughs> the beer is That is cheap. definitely... Wait, I don't go every year, though. You don't, okay, you want to clarify that for the people? I don't go every year. The last time I went, I was, like, 12. Okay, so we've got... That's you, a good update. Oh, okay, but next time it's safe, and they have it, we're going. I okay. always want to. I'm just cheating. Drinking while you're... The beers are like four bucks. Clarification. <laughs> that is official canon. That is now the whitest thing Misha has ever told me. No, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, dude. The Red Fair is like the funnest. The beers are like four or five bucks. Um, The mixed drinks are hella strong. And there's fucking jousting. Like Pretty real dope. life jousting. And the skewer... The skewer... Are they, are they better or worse than the skewers that you showed me? Oh, that's not fair. Those are... Yeah. They they're can sponsor pretty, us. The tenderness and everything is, like, really close. It's, they're really Maybe good. Maybe we can convince Lili's to sponsor us. Or Tropical, the Filipino food brand. Can we make up some... Misha, are you good at making up fake documents that show that we have a giant Filipino, like, listenership or something? Make fake documents of anything. <laughs> <laughs> You should officially our document guy. Hey, I'm a notary. I'm a notary. Need a fake ID? <laughs> of course, the super bad guy. Do we're, we're kidding. We don't know fake IDs. Don't do that. Just wait. It ruins it. It's but what I'm saying heard. is if you want to make love in one. <laughs> we got a guy. <laughs> there is a Fogel Street here in Tempe. What? There is a Fogel Street here in Tempe. We have a Fogel Street in Tempe? Yep. Right down Hardy. Shout out to the legend himself. <laughs> uh, Honestly, we? though, is there like a better role that Christopher Mintz-Posse was like born? Is that his name? Yeah, Christopher Mintz-Posse. What a fucking weirdo, huh? Don't you dare! He's a friend of the podcast. One day we're gonna have we're gonna have when we have our own studio. You're gonna sit here and have your tongue. We're gonna play back that clip, and we're just gonna be like, "Hey, uh, Chris." It's a fucking weird name. I don't care. Like, I'll tell it to his face. It's a weird name. And as this whole, I like him as an actor. As the whole audio is playing, Christopher Mintz-Plasse is just looking at him like, he doesn't get to go to the party later, as we're all in L.A. and we just go, sorry, Romeo. Just make sure he brings Michael Sarah, because, like, where the fuck has that guy been? He's getting a blowjob in the bathroom while drinking a Capri Sun. No, don't you, don't say that about Michael Sarah. What? Have you, you ever seen This Is The End? I have, but I don't... Is that what he was doing? Yeah, he was getting a blowjob in the back. He was playing Michael Sarah. 
Sarah. Yeah. Michael Sarah as Michael Sarah, he's getting a blow job in the bathroom. I just remember drinking a Capri Sun. And then he walks up to Jay and he's like, hey, does this smell like cocaine? And he blows a fucking handful of cocaine. I remember, I remember him being coke out. Uh That was one of the biggest disappointments for me, comedy-wise. I loved that movie, dude. I wanted it to be really good, and it just wasn't. I that was, was my really problem good. with it. It was too apocalypse Like, I liked the first 30 minutes or so. And the second the apocalypse actually started happening, I thought there was hardly any laughs outside of, like, I thought Danny McBride uh, brought most of them. Yeah. He always does it. He's really funny. He's used as like better as a spare part than as the. Uh, hold on one second. We're at okay. You can just tell me. Like, okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. All right. We're at twenty-two minutes. That's yeah, not bad. We're at twenty-two. Oh, we're only at twenty-two. I thought we were at like thirty. Just so you guys know. Okay. Oh wow! You ruined our. This is the end. It was a. Rant. They ruined it themselves, man. What? The oh, movie oh, sucks yeah. in itself. It's fine. Misha with the hot take. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just said I don't care for it. I, I genuinely, like, I was so I like hyped it. for that movie. I was so excited. And then the first 30 minutes are like, oh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. And I expected it to get funnier at some point. Oh, come on. The cutscene at the end the, with the Backstreet Boys in heaven. Honestly, I thought that was a little lame. You're fucking... Did you? Oh fuck. I don't even remember that part because I just don't remember the movie. I like the Backstreet Boys. No hate on the Backstreet Boys. Huge Backstreet Boys. What is it? Backstreet Boys. Nick Carter, I love you. Nick Carter, I love you. Was that he was the older one, right? Of Aaron oh, no. Carter, yeah. And Aaron Carter, yeah. Was Aaron after. Carter was after. God, what a, what a weird era, man. What a time weird. to be alive. Someone ever asked me what was being eight in two thousand one like? I'm just gonna like simultaneously play a Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and Aaron Carter song, and you just go, they were all huge at this time. That's all you need to know. <laughs> at, in the Lakers ruined basketball for a three-year period. This is this was our pop culture landscape. <laughs> it was great, dude. Uh, and Tarzan came out at some point. <laughs> Bro, shout out to Phil Collins. Jennifer Lopez started singing. Was that? Well, she I love that album, movie, though. Right? No, that I was, think what set it off was uh, the Cena movie, no? Yeah. God. Yeah. She's such a she was an actor anyway, I dancer. Really, I think Hustlers was like the first movie where she acts where I've ever had any like I was like she's got some chops. Really? I've never seen the Selena movie though. Maybe you should watch enough. No, you then. should. She killed it. Yeah. My first exposure was the terrible movie that my mom like my mom watched it and I was like nine and I watched like forty minutes of Made in Manhattan, like no. look at this garbage and I just walked out. They'll cast her a lot for that, but like try movies like Enough, Selena, those type of movies. It's also in Geely, which is supposed to be like one of the worst movies it's ever. The right? worst movie. Even Misha's like, <laughs> it's the Geely worst is movie. So bad. I've never even heard of that movie. Maybe yeah. we need to her, her man. Romeo needs to watch that so we can cool it on his take from New Mutants, which we haven't even recorded technically yet, but I already know his takes. Demon, dude. Let's go ahead and get this one on the on the. Um... So let's let's go ahead. We've we've had enough chit chat. Let's get down to business. Let's talk about just a fucking awesome movie. Upgrade. Holy shit. Thank, thank you, Andy. Shout out to Andy if you're listening. I knew this. I heard this movie was good, but it was one of those movies that was just kind of on the back burner of my mind. And then Andy was like, "You need to watch this movie." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll watch it." Because and he literally he wanted me to watch the movie so bad that he gave me the red box that. Like, he rented it on Redbox, handed it to me, was like, watch this. So I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And I remember thinking it was awesome back then. And now that, like, with my critical thinking cap, even more appreciation for it, dude. This movie, 
fucking rules. Movie fucks, dude. Like, straight up, dude. Not a very horny movie, though. No, 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 no. But it's just... It I'm blended. surprised that the amount... Just quick question. I'm sorry, I did not mean yeah. it because you don't have a lot of these thoughts. I saw cooking for you. Uh, but just, I wanted to note, I'm proud that we haven't really watched that many horny movies since we got on. I mean, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed movies, man. They don't have to be horny. We just, I don't think we, like, really watched any. Honestly, like, horny movies kind of make me uncomfortable. I feel that, but, <laughs> and, like, the ones me and Andy watched, it wasn't like, this movie's horny, we want to watch classy. it. Uh-huh. But it's just like, yeah, it was yeah. just like the fact that we haven't watched any with you, it just seems like a weird coincidence. You also don't let me pick any of the movies. I let you pick this week. Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah, yeah. Finally. Well, we have to watch in-theater movies. That's our thing, dude. I didn't pick New Mutants. New, new Mutants picked to exist. Yeah, I wish it didn't, but we'll get on to that. But Upgrade did. So what were you saying about Upgrade? They just blended all the genres that they were trying to get so well together. Um, I was on the edge of my seat. I took a lot of breaks in between. I watched like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and then I have to pause it. To talk to him take care kids. of my kids. You really need to rewatch it just like fully through. Yeah, I probably it's will. So yeah, I probably will. But even doing that, like that's how good this movie is, is that even by doing that every 15, 20 minutes, I had to stop the movie for, for like 10 minutes. And I still love this movie. Like the chore- uh, choreography was so good. I really liked that camera angle that he did when he was fighting. I just, I have a whole note about, and I, we can get in my notes a little later. His robotic movements once STEM takes over they were are so, so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was blown away. I was like, this guy, he looks like one of the guys that's like really good that just does the robot on the street. <laughs> you know, like, one of those guys that you're like, this guy should be famous. Yeah, what's his name? Is it Logan Marshall Green? Misha, you got upgraded on that one? Great Ew. value, Tom Hardy. Don't, about dis- don't disgrace him like this. That's, a, that's not bad, dude. I think he's just like... Tom Hardy's brother is like how I would even put it. He's so close to Tom Hardy that he's. We're not going to dismiss. It's Logan Marshall Green. Thank you, Misha. <laughs> Fact check what Misha over here. Do you know? Have you seen him? I. Will you click on it? You're on the IMDb. Yes, we'll um, he's been in a couple other things, and I think I had seen one of them, but he hasn't been in a ton else. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him before, but I liked it. I do have a note. Do you know what he? You 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 know some football players. Do you know what he looks like to me? Who? The child of Tom Hardy and Andrew Luck. Especially I can that see that. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Definitely. So this was actually an Andy re- recommendation, The Invitation on Netflix, uh, Devil and Wait, Prometheus. Devil, the one... The elevator movie. I never watched that, but I, yeah. some people loved it, creepy, some people man. hated it. That one was creepy. I've been down to watch it. I hate elevators. That's um, so creepy, dude. I'm a big elevator guy. I, You know what's weird? How are you a big elevator guy? Okay, okay. <laughs> so small right here. I didn't grow up super rich, so I associate elevators always with, like, being on a trip or being in nice places. So it's either, like, I'm in a cool, nicer place than I feel like I'm ever supposed to be because I was born as gutter trash, or it's, like, you're on a trip and you're a hotel, and, like, even though hotels are gross, I have, like, something about that carpet smell that's, like, just been, like, they're constantly just shampooing it and, like, going over it, and it's, like, you can still smell the carpet burn inside the elevator. It's just, like, fond memories for me. Big elevator guy. Elevators make me think of courthouses. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> We're clipping that. That goes on the social media. <laughs> Elevators are so creepy to me, dude. Because I always think either I'm going to fall to my death, I'm going to get flinged out of the rooftop like fucking Willy Wonka, so, or it's going to stop and I'm going to be trapped in here quick forever. Quick question with spoilers for Devil. Do you ever see the monster? Or the devil? Yeah. Okay. 
Is it Satan? Is it like? Well, yeah, but like it's sort of like a, a, your re representation of. Satan. Okay, on your favorite M Night Shyamalan film level to the worst M Night Shyamalan. It doesn't have to be like think out the actual, but is it closer to the top, closer to the bottom, or is it like squarely in the middle there? M Night Shyamalan's need refresher, Sixth Sense, Signs, Shooter, A Devil. Uh, it's middle. Okay. Middle ground, uh, split. Yeah, I'd say it's middle ground. I don't. I mean, a lot of people kind of don't like him. I'm a big Shyamalan Ding Dong guy, dude. Oh, The Village. People hate that. I like, like The Village, dude. You know, I saw the like. I've just seen recaps. I know the spoilers. I kind of think if you know the ending, it sounds like a good time. Dude, it's uh, I've rewatched it. As a kid, I watched it when it came out. Horrified me. And then as an adult, I rewatched it, knowing everything that I did. And I was like, ooh, this is kind of nice. Lady in the Water looks like it sucks, though. What is that? I haven't seen that. Yeah, it was not, it's like Paul Giamatti. I don't know. He was on a bad run there for a little while. Paul um, Giamatti. He's the uh, the big fat liar in liar. Big Fat Liar, right? Paul Giamatti of Big Fat Liar fame, um, which is like I think what a lot of millennials know him from, even though he's been in a lot of good indie stuff that I just haven't watched. I watched Sideways when I was like 11, which is probably not the right age to watch Sideways. I just remember it was weird. I never liked him because of Big Fat Liar. Because he's such a douchebag in Big yeah, Fat Liar. Yeah, and as a kid, I realized, I was like, that guy's, that guy's a douche, huh? I, <laughs> just, we definitely get six degrees of Kevin Bacon in this podcast because we just went from like talking about upgraded being on topic to devil to our memories of elevators to Paul Giamatti <laughs> to, to six because devil was M Night Shyamalan to then the village to Paul Giamatti to Big Fat Liar and now I'm gonna bring us back Prometheus that's where I think I've seen him from then before I don't remember nothing else big. Nothing else on there? Um, that's about the biggest movies, it looks like. Because you can click on View All or whatever. Filmography, you just scroll down a little. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him before, um, but I liked him. Yeah, he, his robot walk was killer. I think he really played a uh, a man's man. Spider-Man really well. Homecoming. I don't remember Homecoming? Him. Yeah, I don't remember him in Homecoming. I do Sandcastle. I saw Sandcastle, don't remember it. Snowden, Black Dog, Red Dog. I've seen Snowden. Not bad. A lot of movies. A lot of movies. Snowden, not an American trader. Just gonna say it. We're gonna have to cut that. <laughs> no, we are not cutting that. Dude, this is gonna go on the internet. The CIA is gonna see this. Come out of CIA. Next thing you know, we're gonna have gay frogs everywhere. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones just, like, here. just come out of CIA. <laughs> yeah. We might edit that. <laughs> they're, already, they're listening to us right now. Record this, dude. Got our phones out, yeah. Big mistake. Fucking Bob on the pigeon outside. Just, just kidding. Uh, big CIA guy. <laughs> <laughs> Huge government guy. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, Logan Marshall Green is fantastic in this. I like just it's so good at so many of the little things, and then also the big things. Like you can come at this from a critical angle, and it's it's like a trashy B movie. That's funny. Cause, it's funny because that's what I said about the Invisible Man. But this is just a better version of that. I don't think it's a trashy B movie though. I think it's a top tier B movie. Yeah, okay, that's that's what I mean. Like it's a B movie and it's never high art, but like man, you don't need it to be. No, it's it fucking is good, dude. And almost perfect at what it yeah. does. Yeah, definitely. Um, um I really like I said the choreography. I like that angle. What, what I've never seen that before, the angle that they did. I, well, I are you talking about while, just, he's, while he's fighting. Yeah, so it's almost like if it you stays with the it. Movie, for the uninitiated, quick recap, the main character, Gray, is basically a man's man in an undated future. He doesn't trust technology. He fixes cars. He's real like, oh, I'm gruff. 
Um, his wife works for some future company that replaces limbs and shit. She drives basically what you imagine a Tesla is in 30, 40 years. Um, completely self-driving, all that shit. It's like 10. Okay, whatever. You, whatever. Um, completely self-driving. She gets murdered. Um, and basically, he is fully handicapped. And he's like, hey, what's going on? Or no, he's not like, what's going on? He gets, what's going on starts once he basically gets this little chip that the uh, the billionaire he sold a super old nice card to is like, he, he showed him the chip before he was even paralyzed. And then eventually uh, is like, hey, I know you're crippled from your neck down. I can change that. Initially, he doesn't want to do it. Then he does it. Gets basically like to walk again and shit. Um, Not and then, only to walk, though. This man is like a killing machine. He's well, literally a computer. Only when he lets the computer take over. Um, he goes on. He's kind of like curious. He's trying to initially help or just get the dudes arrested, but then that's not how it works because he has no real thought out plan. Um, kills dudes, gets deeper and deeper in the hole, has a detective on his ass. Um, and then at the very end, there's a giant conspiracy theory. Stem the that's the little chip has spoilers. Been, yeah, well, spoilers for the whole thing. I know, but we just I thought we were giving a recap right now. You're about to do the end. Well, I mean, we can we can go back. To, I'm just giving a quick recap of everything okay. that happened in the movie. Uh, and then it made sense that I was telling Romeo this after. Uh, it's Saw at the end. That's like the way Saw's like, actually, this is what was going on the whole movie, yeah. and you're an idiot for not knowing it. And Stem was the bad guy, and Stem wins. Like, Gray goes into his own mind, gets the memories he wants, which is like, he's basically, and you can kind of tell from the look on his face, he knows that none of this feels real, um, and that, like, oh, in his mind, all oh, the accident was all a dream or whatever. Everything after the accident. Uh, and they crashed was a dream, and his his wife is still there, but he chooses to live in his own mind, and Stem now gets his body and uh, leaves, and Stem wins. You mean Skynet? Um, so, what did you think about the girl? What's her name? What's the wife's name? The, the first girl built. Um, Doesn't say titles of Millennial Vallejo? A Millennial Vallejo? Abby? Asha. Asha was, yeah, okay. It's on this side. That's oh, the, the character names. Yeah, so Asha. What did you think about Asha? Uh, it wasn't bad acting. I would say she's one of the acting weak links. Uh, but not terrible by any means. Yeah, no. I, it, the detective was fine. Like I, I didn't care for the detective. Oh, no, never mind, never mind. Never mind. I'm getting that detective mixed up with the uh, Birds of Prey detective. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the detective in this was pretty solid, I thought. Aaron Keane was a little weirdo. You know who he looks like, but he's not? Who? He looks like Dane DeHaan. I don't know who either of those people are. So Aaron Keane is the billionaire in this. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. He, the Zuckerberg or Elon, whatever they're yeah. trying to make him. Uh, Dane DeHaan is from Chronicle. He's the, the kid that ends up, like, that doesn't really have friends and kills the rest of them on accident. It was like the last one on purpose. He's also the Green Goblin in the Amazing Spider in the Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Didn't see it. The best friend. Um, he's a cure for wellness. Oh, that's him. Yeah. Okay. He looks a lot like I think the guy that plays Aaron Keane in this movie looks a lot like him. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. This movie's filled with a lot of actors that feel like they're other actors that look yeah, similar yeah. to other actors, yeah. but not off in a bad way. I would say. Like I do think this movie's almost perfect. Like at what it does. I'm not gonna give it a ten. Spoiler alert, but like, it's gonna get a really high score for me. It's getting high one for me, dude. Um, this one is just—I was—I was totally like, 
Uh, we'll see, because we were kind of on. Was awesome. Yeah, but we were kind of on fucking like for a while with Trinity. Yeah, and the past what two weeks. But it's not like I told you she dies tomorrow was great. You just were. Yeah, it was new, so we I was excited. Um, I really liked uh, all the colors and everything in it. Um, it's a cool color. Yeah, it was like it's a visually Blade interesting. Runner. I think this. Blade Runner. I mean, I wouldn't Blade Runner. Well, just like the color, you know, like it's like that futuristic color scheme or neon everything. Go rewatch better visually. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's the same concept. You want me to read through my notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a great notes. Love, I love the real feeling uh, future homes and cars. Like, just how it wasn't like, whoa, crazy, future, future, but it was just like everything felt pretty realistic and practical. We know we're in the further future. Some of that shit is like people have them in their houses right now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. but it's like a mix of stuff we do and don't have. Yeah. Um, good mix. Uh, the white death scene really tugs at your heartstrings, even if there isn't a ton of character development up until then. I just think it was a testament to how well it was shot. I think she acted well specifically in that scene. Um, and just, like, it's so cruel and so weird that, like, you feel bad for the person it's happening to no matter what. Yeah, it, like... For me, I was just... I think it felt it even more this time, knowing it was going to happen. Just like, damn, this sucks. It was really weird, because it was, like, legit, like, five minutes of her. And yeah, you, like, like I said, I know that there's not a lot of Yeah, there wasn't any, like, development at all, and then I still felt for it. You know, I was just like, um, and then he's just laying there looking at her, paralyzed, and, and he couldn't do anything. Suck. Yeah. LOL, his beard looks fake as hell. I noticed that, that this time around. When it's super it. long, whenever, he, like, after he's clearly been yeah. in the hospital for a while, it looks so fake. And then they immediately clip it, like, in the next scene, and it's just like, okay, yeah, that was the actual beard he was willing to, yeah. to rock and to grow. Um, before Tim, he really does look accurately depressed. You know that man wants to kill himself, and I forgot, and then I put, and then he tries to kill himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, like, accurately, not just, he's not sitting there steaming like, I want revenge, as he's paralyzed. He's just like, fuck this, I just want to kiss, I just want to die, like, I do not, I'm not in it anymore. And then, when he's like, I'm not going to give you bird flu, lol. Also, it doesn't feel weird anymore seeing someone in a mask. Because that's when Aaron Keane walks in and he's got the mask on. and uh, When he was playing with his cloud? No, no, no. That's when he's in the hospital. Oh. And he walks in with the mask. And he's oh, just yeah, like, yeah. that's when Gray goes, I'm not going to give you the bird flu. And I was just like, it feels so much more normal seeing someone in a mask now. Hey, man. Everyone. Everyone. Uh, his depression almost kills Stem's master plan. He's legit almost turns down the offer for STEM when they're talking in the hospital. Oh, yeah, he's just like, I just don't even want to live, dude. Like, he's like, I don't even want to walk again. <laughs> like, he's like, this is all bullshit. That surgery scene is gnarly and, like, gross, but in a cool way. Like, it, when they're splitting his spine open and it's just like you see that knife cut into the skin, that clearly fake prosthetic. But it's not, like, clearly fake. It does look like that. just that whole remember. scene. It, it really skeeves you out, but in a good way. Yeah, I was just saying the walking scene when he first walks, really crazy. Like when he gets up, yeah, like you you really feel it. I believe it. I thought like good good acting, good physical acting, like yeah. the ways that he. Could it felt in. like I really liked that angle too when he was walking like a robot. Like it felt like he had like a uh, like a. When he first walks, I'm saying though, when he gets off the things, you know, whenever he's like he gets up for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It just also similar to Hardy in that way. A lot of his acting was just through like physical expressions. Yeah. I love how robotic his movement looks, fresh out of surgery, because uh, yeah. I just do. I think he looks like Tom Hardy and Andrew Luck's child. <laughs> uh, I love the clear disparity between the haves and the have-nots in this film. Definitely feels real. Just like the shithole those people that killed his wife live at. 
compared to like what we see. The, like not everyone's got an Elon home, yeah. which is a t- and then they are clearly doing well. Him and his wife, and they have a decent home. And then you see like where probably most people live. Yeah. Um, which is like the future is not great for everyone. It's just great. Going to be great for a few. Uh, the stem fight scene is insane, and the kill at the end is fucking crazy. It just really is like the just like you said. The way the camera tilts just back yeah, and forth, yeah. um, and how in sync, like I imagine that's not the most fun scene to like do over and over again until you just perfectly get in sync with your emotions and just like the perfect choreography of everything. And really having that knife on the like edge of that dude's lips oh, and yeah. just and yeah. just, it splits his skull open. Oh, that was geez. so graphic, <laughs> and it's so awesome at the same time. Um, that's when I realized I was just I just. I was in, dude. I was like, fuck! Yeah, that's the moment. You. That's the moment I think everyone's super in. Yeah. Uh, and I just put this as a note in this <laughs> that fight scene. He's like, Stem, he has a knife! And you, the Stem and like, goes, I see that. I see that. We have a knife, too. Yeah, and then just bah, stabs him. Yeah. I put him immediately getting up after the tech, detective walks out is super dumb. One of the nice small complaints. The detective like leaves when he's in the garage. Oh, yeah. And she's not even out. And then he's just like, and he like gives up the act. And I'm just the first time I watched it, I'm pretty sure I thought, oh, she's gonna walk in and see. Like I thought that was yeah. gonna be blown a lot sooner. But you didn't know I'm a fucking ninja. Yeah, I was. I got some real Chris Pratt vibes from that. Yeah, yeah. As for God, the fight scenes are so good. Like that whole bathroom scene, yeah. insane. Um, the security, the security camera eyes are nightmare fuel. Like, especially when he just has that little thing that comes out of his finger. Yeah. And he puts it in his eyeball and then just like, Ugh. Yeah. The drug slums where the hacker lives are just like really weird. And again, like the haves and the have nots. And that, was seeing low, that, that was an opiate then, right? Yeah. Like the whole <laughs> drug slums. Yeah. yeah. But like mixed with VR. Yeah. And the irony of him, of course, like it's, to me, it's like there's a little stuff, some stuff that's too on the nose, him being like, why would anyone choose to live in a virtual world instead of the real one? And then obviously the callback to the end yeah. where he chooses yeah. to live in a weird world of his mind. Um, I'm here for the dramatic music and the crawl scene. Just like I remember the music being like overly dramatic, but I was there for it. The crawl uh, scene. When he's crawling all the way to the end, to the to the hacker's... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he knocks and he's like, help me. Uh... uh how much did it have to suck for the security guards who were just waiting in the elevator and get killed by Fisk? The thing doesn't even open up, and oh, he yeah. sees through it. Just yeah. imagine two security guards like... Those guys get paid minimum wage. Gotta go kill this guy for this billionaire, and yeah. then it's just like, okay, our floors... And yeah. that's the last thing yeah. you think. Yeah, that, uh, that heat detection, man. You're just like, hey, you want to go get nachos after one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, what'd you bring for lunch? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, I thought it was a fun workaround for the car chase scene and a logical way for it to end. Like, it had to end in a certain way, but it just made sense. Because I forgot what happened, but I was sitting there thinking, going, yeah, can't Stem just, like, make one of these other cars? Oh, yeah, when he hacked that other car. Made sense. Uh, Just like I like when stuff is just logical. When the answer is right there, because a lot of dumber movies will just come up with some weird scene or some weird thing. And they, like, use one weird skill, and then they never use it again. Yeah, instead, instead, it also calls back to... That should make it obvious. Hey, if Stem can do this, maybe Stem was the one that like crashed their car in the beginning. Yeah, because there was uh, the same. It was the same error message, right? Similar, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Uh, so I just like when stuff is like that. Uh, Fisk is such a douchebag. I kind of like Fisk. Uh, 
I forgot just how fucking insane the ending is. It really is crazy. Yeah, like had me like with Goosebumps. Uh, one of the rare movies where the bad guy wins. I appreciate a movie. I liked it. Don't yeah, you know, I, that's I, not I love thing. a movie that has a bad guy. I liked it. Because it gives you a bad feeling in your stomach, but you're also like, this makes sense. Like, it felt like yeah, you're right. getting to this yeah, end point. Sense. The only real question I have is what Sam's endgame, as far as being a human being, the body he now inhabits is a wanted criminal. You no, know, this is based story. on a true story. Shut this up. is Zuckerberg. Still, what a fucking movie. Um, how ironic he directed Invisible Man. Also, the director has an interesting story. That makes sense. He cut his teeth on the Saw franchise. His upgrade feels very horror-esque, and I feel like the ending has some real solid elements to it. Also, they're doing a TV show for this. Why is that necessary? Like, that that kind of bums me out. Don't try and, like, capitalize it. I believe it's live action. Yeah. I don't want anything to do, like, leave this movie alone. It's so good by itself. If you ask me that, like, if they try to turn this into a show, what I think would happen is, like, Altered Carbon, which is on Netflix. Which I like. It's, it's I'm aware amazing. of its existence. Yeah. I think best case scenario is that it sucks and it's like limitless where it stops after a season and it can't tank the legacy of the movie. But then, but then it's awkward for people that never really watch the movie. They go, oh, are you talking about the show or the movie? And you just go, the show sucks. Just go watch the movie. Like Avatar. Except opposite. Yeah. Wait. You're saying, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because the show sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last episode sucks. No, no, no. I, I got what you meant by like in my head then I had that reflip. So... Uh, yeah, the show, great movie. <laughs> so those are my notes. Yeah, like I guess most of it. It's it feels short. It's pretty short in its runtime. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, no, and it's just a good time, man. And you know, it really a good time for a very dark movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like it, it was shooty shooty boom boom, man. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and there's no real message to it. There doesn't need to. No, be. no. Um, other than like. Future capitalism will always be awful. And that's just a given. But it's not like... It's just like a background foregone conclusion. It's not... Question. Would you get the shotgun on? No. No? Would you get the nanobot breath? No. Would you get any of the upgrades? If STEM is not evil, maybe I get STEM. But STEM is evil. Okay, then no. Like, wait, wait, wait. Or like, <clears throat> does STEM want to turn everyone into robots? Or is he cool with just having... Like just being him being a human now, so he gets. I'm saying this, this universe, like. Yeah, but I'm saying like so. Stem is continuing with this plan. Am I? Is he trying to make all humans robots? Is the goal for my stem to make take over my body? You don't know about stem, dude. You're just a bystander in this world. No, then I'd just rather be a human. I like the human experience. Fuck that! I'll get upgraded, dude. It's not worth. I mean. I just don't see practicality in the shotgun arm because the as we as we see, there's still police officers. There's still repercussions for doing a lot of the stuff you do unless you're tied in with like a shady overlord. And I don't want to owe anything to a shady overlord. And also, there's no practical use for blasting dudes. Um, so, like, how does that upgrade help me? STEM is cool because, like, think about it. You could just not want to work like out. You could not want to work out and be like, "Hey, STEM, take over," and just like. You wouldn't. You'd work out, and your body would be tired. You want like an autopilot stem? Yeah, you wouldn't have to mentally put in the work. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't have to keep pushing stems, just like bitch, we ain't stopping. And you're just like, fair enough, stems. No. But also, like I said, I wouldn't do it because like we don't get the the uh, asterisk of stems not evil here. So. Yeah, no, I definitely would. You just get all of them? No. Or maybe I'd have like life in jail within three days of getting those upgrades. I'd be chilling somewhere. On an island, alone. With what money? Every penny you shotgun on. 
every penny you probably invested now just got spent on your shotgun arm. Congrats on being broke forever. Now I could use the shotgun arm. It's an investment. I can use the shotgun arm to get more upgrades. To what? Win money. I'm just laying there like this. Are you going to enter like an illegal underground fighting ring and win every fight by yes. just being like, bah! Yeah. And then you immediately disqual get disqualified and they all try and kill you? And then I shoot them with the shotgun up. And then you're a wanted man. And you end up with I'm a already a wanted jail. man. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up, girls. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note. Uh, are you ready you to write it? Yeah, I'm ready to score this bad boy. You go ahead. So are you doing new mutants first then? Because one Yeah, I'll do new mutants. And okay. actually, no, I'll do this one first. Okay. 9-5. It's a 9-7 for me. Ooh. Yeah. I was thinking 9-6. 9-6? Yeah. We ended a 9-6.5. That's one of our highest rated movies. Too. Yeah, dude, this movie was awesome. There's no Guardians of the Galaxy in a perfect tournament. But, you know, can't, they can't all be Guardians. It's up there, yeah, it's, up there. it's fucking great. All right, so that's been our show today. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts before we just plug once more our social media, Ryan? Yeah, um, Lakers in four. Uh, All right, and disregard that that message, folks. Um, anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right, folks. If you have any comments, feedback, um, you hate either of us after some of the incendiary comments today. Uh, we had some hot ones. By all means, email us at azmovieclub@gmail.com. Add us to a million listens, uh, so that way me and Romeo have to get tattoos. Well, Romeo at a million two thousand. Yeah. And it'll be, I mean, it's not of your listener's choice, but you'll get to see it. That'll be a thing. Also, um, look out for our YouTube channel. Hopefully I can have that up and running soon. And eventually one day we'll have video. That'll be cool. Hopefully by the end of the year. That'd be nice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that That's the end goal, but, like, who knows? You know, nothing in 2020 has gone according to plan. Um, but we do appreciate any and Not your plan. We do appreciate any and all listens, guys. Uh, please tell your friends or whoever likes actually, likes podcasts or movie podcasts specifically, um, or just movies, and they maybe they don't listen to podcasts. We appreciate all the feedback. We haven't gotten a lot of it, but maybe you can step up your game as far as that. But we appreciate all the listens um, because every listen counts. And honestly, it just makes me feel good to see those views go up. Like it's just that little dopamine kicker. So help me out, guys. Um, and then if you get me to a million, I'll pay you guys back by getting a tattoo. Forever emblazoning my things. And I have zero tattoos, so that's a big deal there. Yeah, I'm getting it, but I have tattoos already, so. It's not a big deal for yeah. you, special. It's not It's not a big deal for you, Romeo. It's not special. It's not your first. Literally, Sunday night, we were all hanging out. I was hanging out with my buddies from high school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, are you guys down to go get dumb tattoos? And we were, we were like this close. We couldn't find a place that was open. That would tattoo all of us. But and on, yeah. that, on that note, we really just have talked about everything. Today. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Uh, stay tuned for Tenet and Talladega Nights next weekend. Have a great, have a great day, night, weekend, whatever. Hee <laughs> hee!